Good morning from the heart of New York City. This is Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Podcast dedicated to one thing to learn and apply to eat better daily. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself That Today, your personal nutritionist, your personal health and wellness coach, your personal fat loss guru, your personal food detective, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession for healthy food, healthy eating, diets, nutrition, new exciting foods, whole foods, not processed foods, basically everything and anything we put in our mouth in order to hopefully feel good, feel good, look good, and perform amazing on all levels, mentally and physically. Happy fitness and fat loss Friday, everyone. (laughs) You know, you can see on Instagram or Twitter different hashtags like that, fitness Friday or fat loss Friday or whatever rhymes with Friday. Uh, Today, uh, we're going to be talking about both things, fitness and fat loss. Um, And uh, I'm often asked, uh, but a lot of people who want to start their healthy eating and at the same time, uh, very often weight loss and fat loss journey, where would I start if I were to start from uh, level zero right now? If I were to start my journey to um, healthy eating, to uh, sustainable uh, and manageable weight loss and fat loss, uh, where would I start and how would I do that? When first, uh, let's uh, talk about how. Uh, I would definitely focus on building habits, not uh, counting calories or macros or being on a certain diet, uh, even though sometimes being a part of a tribe, like for example, keto tribe or paleo tribe, helps you to stay on track just because when you associate yourself with certain identity uh, or a group of people, uh, it just helps you uh, to keep a focus on certain things that are are uh, celebrated in that particular uh, community or theory. Like, for example, if you decide to do paleo, uh, sometimes it's easier to stay uh, in uh, on your healthy uh, eating journey just because, uh, you know, y- you uh, have new friends, you have new communities that, that support that uh, lifestyle, and uh, it's not anymore about, you know, counting food or your own weight loss, but it's also about uh, creating connections, uh, maybe uh, getting new friends, and at the same time, uh, improving your health and fitness, uh, sharing your passion with others, like-minded people. Um but anyway, um, that was on a side note. I would definitely start with building habits, and I would take my time to build one habit uh, at a time. And I would take probably a week or two, depending how hard or how easy that habit um, is uh, for me, uh, to build that habit and make this habit an automatic behavior or almost automatic, because uh, it actually takes not really a couple of weeks to make behavior really, really automatic, but more like uh, a couple of months. Uh, but uh, if you do something consistently for a week or two, uh, it's kind of it's much easier to stick with that behavior without thinking consciously every time about it. Uh, and uh, after that's how I would do it. Uh, I would also get at the beginning of my journey uh, a really good multivitamin to make sure that at least uh, I'm getting uh, some 
nutrients, essential nutrients, essential vitamins and minerals that a lot of times lack of which lead to cravings and uh, hunger uh, that we really don't need if we're trying to build new healthy eating habits and especially if one of our goals and health and weight loss. So I would get good multivitamin, uh, I, I, definitely good one, just I would make, uh, I would read reviews uh of the company by some uh, authority that I trust. Um, and then we'll, uh, I also would make sure that I get some potassium and magnesium supplement or electrolyte uh, supplement that will uh, give you at least, at least, you know, guys, uh, 2000 of potassium and uh, four to six, hundred milligrams of magnesium because if you're lacking those uh, elements in your diet you really can uh, feel the difference in your energy levels and you will need more energy to build new habits and then I would get some really good omega-3 supplement from either algae or fish and really good ones the one that are not transit and uh, have the substantial amount of absorbable uh, omega-3 EPA and DHA. That's the um, fatty acids that you want to get. And then I would, again, start building one habit at a time. Where would I start? So number one, I would concentrate on my sleep. So I would make sure that every day I get at least seven hours of sleep and I get to bed at least 30 minutes before those seven hours and at least an hour before that. I would uh, finish all my screen time. I would stop looking at any devices and would either go for a walk or, you know, talk to my friends or family uh, or do something that uh, is not screen related. Uh, and then I would sleep in a dark, pitch dark room uh, that I cannot see anything in, no, you know, blinking stuff or screens or lights outside with blackout curtains. I would sleep in a cool room somewhere around 18 degrees uh, Celsius. Uh, and yeah, so that would I change first week. And then first week when it comes to food, I would... Um, eliminate or try to eliminate as much as possible uh, all the processed food. And by processed food, I mean food with uh, with added sugars, added preservatives, uh, any kind of artificial ingredients or food that was chemically processed. So basically, the less ingredients the food has and the closer it is to its natural state, uh, the least processed that food is. And then what? Uh, in the first week, I would eliminate all the sugars and I would eliminate all the processed grains, meaning breads and pastries, and would only leave whole grains that I cook myself. And I would eliminate all the dairy products because most dairy of uh, are really of poor quality and plus 70%, 75% of the population, according to statistics, uh, are not even able to really properly absorb and digest dairy. And that dairy causes inflammation and bloating and water retention uh, and all kinds of digestive issues and uh, uh, f- fat gain issues and metabolic issues. So uh, another thing I would eliminate vegetable oils, uh, there has been a lot of research. They increase inflammation. They contribute to metabolic syndrome. Uh, they contribute to all kind of uh, diseases and metabolic disasters. So no canola oil, soybean, sunflower, safflower, any kind of refined uh, oil. So you th- you can 
You can use things like uh, extra virgin olive oil of good quality, uh, coconut oil, again, or virgin, uh, not refined one. You can use grass-fed butter or ghee. Um, this is all first week because those things are sh- essential. They're toxins and they poison you. That's why I would eliminate them first week. Not because of calories or fats or anything, but because they're actually toxic to your body. So no processed food, no uh, sugar, no pastries or processed greens, no dairy, no vegetable oils. And I would double down on good quality sleep. As we talked before, uh, I would walk more at least an hour a day. Well, shoot for an hour that, you know, like 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes uh, at night. And then every 30 minutes, if you have a sitting job or you sit a lot for one reason or the other, I would break up those sitting uh intervals by um, short stretch or walk to drink some water or maybe a few squats as I do these days or um, maybe a few push-ups or sit-ups. If I'm at home working on my computer that I always interrupt every 30 minutes my activity with some kind of fit break. Um, So that's first week, first couple of weeks that's what I would do. And guys, even without counting anything, you're going to get so much progress and you're going to feel so much better doing that. Uh, Again, multivitamin, omega-3, your potassium and magnesium, uh, sleeping, uh, eliminate all the processed food, all sugars, all pastries, all processed grain, all dairy and vegetable oils. I would walk for an hour and 30 minutes uh, breaks if you're sitting um, a lot, working on your computer or at work or for whatever reason, if you're driving, stop and go out and stretch or walk. Um, that first couple of weeks, that's what I would do. Then the second week, I would probably limit my starch, uh, meaning potatoes or grains like rice or uh, any kinds of pasta, even though pasta is already processed grain products. So I would eliminate that on week one. Um, But for week two, I would limit my starch and also beans to one cup uh, per day. And also I would limit my fruit to first part of the day and no more than, you know, one fruit, uh, a cup of berries or uh, something like that. So that would be my week two or my second step. So um, limit my starch and uh, limit my fruit to one cup per day of each. Uh, then probably as a step three, as that also gives a lot of results when it comes to health, gut health, metabolic health, but also it gives a lot of results when it comes to weight loss and fat loss. Um, I would uh, limit my eating window. I would start with eight hours. Don't go crazy trying to eat one meal a day if you're just starting out. Really don't, because that's going to add stress, and we don't want that at especially at the beginning of our healthy eating, our weight loss journey when we are trying to establish habits. So I would probably eat from either 10 to 6 or even earlier from 8 to uh, 4, depending um, where you get up, when you get up, and what your social life is like. The earlier you eat, the better, but again, create the uh, eating ritual that you can actually sustain by But stop eating at least two hours before bed, that's for sure. And try to limit your starch, your fruit 
try to leave it for the first part of the day, not at night when your body uh, absorbs and digests carbohydrates uh, and any kind of uh, um, starch uh, much worse than in the morning. And uh, also, I would eat whole foods most of the time and at probably a couple of strength training workout. And again, strength training doesn't have to be crazy. I would add one day for my lower body, uh, basically my legs doing, you know, just basic stuff, lunges or um, squats and deadlifts and leg presses and step ups on some elevated platforms with weight, of course, doing um, somewhere around 12 reps, three to four um, sets, um, Two workouts, 30-40 minutes tops with warm-up and everything. That's what I would add to as a step uh, three. Uh, And again, uh, limit your eating window and eat mostly whole foods. And whole foods meaning foods that were not really changed from their original state, like meat or fish or chicken or vegetable or fruit, no drying or blending or anything, and no uh, oils or butters. Um, But that's only as a step three. Then at step four, if you want to take it even further, I would probably add a couple of cardio workouts, high-intensity cardio workouts per week. And I would do something like sprinting on a treadmill or outside going all out for like 30 seconds and then 30 seconds or minute rest and then do it again and probably I would repeat that for like 10 times I do it a couple of times a week and at the same um, step I would I would eliminate all the starch from my diet and all the fruit that would really make huge difference and at this at this point you can really see your six pack uh, if you um did all the steps for a week or two and you successfully uh, uh, and um, on a regular basis succeeded to implement all the things that we talked about previously, then by that step, when you're adding cardio and removing starch and fruit, first of all, your eating habits should be much better, your energy level is going to be up, and you'll find it much easier to uh, eat healthy and avoid all the temptations, and your cravings should be gone by that. Uh, so you have, we will have no problems adding cardio and removing starch, adding more uh, protein or uh, healthy fats instead of starch and fruit. Uh, and only as a step five, if needed, for a lot of people, if not, it's not even needed unless you are trying to compete uh, as a fitness model or a bodybuilder um, or trying to get onto the cover of magazine or something else. That step for a lot of people not even needed a lot of times. Uh, and by fifth step, I mean limiting the amount of foods. And I wouldn't necessarily count calories, guys. I would just limit the amount of foods you're already eating. So instead of, I don't know, if you were eating uh, four eggs, I would eat two eggs. Uh, and instead of eating, I don't know, uh, a pound of beef that sometimes I can eat for my lunch or dinner, uh, I would eat maybe two-thirds of that. And uh, that will give you a result without counting anything. Just, you know, eat less of the same food. If you're eating healthy, what else can you really do to <laughs> lose more uh, fat and weight? But again, uh, the steps before that for a lot of people are more than enough to see all the health and weight loss progress than that they seek, especially for guys. Uh, uh, if you do these four steps, you know, eliminate, uh, 
having good sleep routine, eliminating all the processed stuff, all the vegetable oils, and then uh, adding weight training and then cardio and eliminating starch and fruit, you know, plus all the processed stuff. By that time, if you implemented all this habits and that took probably around i don't know months two months depending how uh, long it took for you to implement each step you're already gonna be pretty lean and shredded uh unless you had some un- unless your metabolism was broken and messed up for quite a while for i don't know a decade or something then uh, all the changes just might take longer but uh inevitably the progress is gonna come so uh, that's where and how I would start. Uh, and to recap again, I would implement each uh, habit or each improvement, each change for a week or two, depending where you're coming from and how easy for you it is to get through these habits. I would work on my sleep first. Uh, I would add some um, multivitamin, omega-3 supplement, my electrolyte like potassium and magnesium, and then again, eliminate processed food, vegetable oils, dairy, um, pastries or processed grain would start walking and break up my sitting routine with every 30 minutes with some feed break. Um, Then I would um, limit my starch and fruit. uh, And then I would... um, limit my window of eating or eating window and stick to whole foods uh, and (laughs) add some strength training a couple of times a week. And then I would add cardio and eliminate or really, really limit my starch and fruit. And only then I would think about limiting the amount of food I eat. Um, Another thing that I wanted to talk today about and I want you to think about it is uh, why sticking to whole food mostly compared compared to, let's say, protein shakes or uh, compared to um, prepackaged foods or, you know, why, for example, should you eat whole grains instead of pasta, even though they might be made of the same thing? Or why would you be better off eating beans if you're eating though compared to, let's say, chickpea pasta that they also make these days? Same ingredients, but guys... um, the more unprocessed, the more whole your food is, the more work your body has to do to digest it. And the more work, I'm by that I mean the more energy your body has to spend to digest that food and uh, absorb all the nutrients. And the more work means the more energy your body going to... Um, used to process that food internally uh, and also your metabolism is going to be elevated a little bit more and again you're going to be eating the same amount of calories if you can those or the same amount of food but you're going to be absorbing less and at the end of the day if you're absorbing 100 calories less that makes a difference that can actually make you obese if you're overeating constantly 100 calories when everything um at the end of the day when it adds up everything, you know, or if you're under eating 100 calories, that makes a difference over time, guys. So uh, thermogenic effect of foods, basically how much energy your body uses to digest and assimilate nutrients really matters at the end of the day. So the wholer, uh, if I can say so, uh, your food is, uh, the, the faster your metabolism and the less energy the more energy you're going to use to digest that food and the less energy you're going to get out of it. That's why also raw food diet, I've been on that diet for four years in my life. 
also work that well, not because of some magic or some enzymes in raw food, but because actually raw food contains, your body can take out much less nutrition from raw foods compared to cooked food usually, uh, especially when it comes to calories. So for example, if you're eating raw carrot and if you're eating cooked carrot, you're going to get more calories from cooked carrot. Uh, Surprise, surprise, you know, even though it might be the same exact carrot. Um, so there is no magic about raw food. It just your body uses much more energy to get the nutrition from those foods than from cooked foods. And that's why also we as humans were able to um, to get that, such an expensive brain that uses 25% uh, of our energy that we consume being just 5%, I believe, by weight um, in relation to the mass of our whole uh, body plus, you know, the whole of the food, the more satiety it gives you because it usually occupies more space in your stomach. And usually the whole of the food, the more nutrients it gives to you. And the more micronutrients, vitamins and minerals you get, the less cravings and hunger you have. Um, that's why whole food is so magical and you should be eating more of that compared to processed food. So, so and uh, when, I'm, when I'm talking about processed food, I'm talking even about healthy processed food. So, for example, compare olives to olive oil. Olives are more whole food, and it takes more energy for your body to digest and get the same energy. But at the same time, olives usually makes you fuller uh, than uh, a spoon of uh, of olive oil. Uh, if you're eating coconuts compared to coconut oil, completely different story, even though the source is kind of the same, right? Um so eat whole foods as much as possible and you're going to see more weight loss, fat loss progress, I guarantee you. And uh, the last thing I want to talk to you about today is why I'm against food prep. And food prep, I mean when you cook things at the end or beginning of the week, you know, you take one day and you prepare all your meals for the whole week ahead. Why I'm against that? Because by the end of that week, when you're eating your last meals, but even by the day two or three, there is at least half of the nutrition of vitamins and minerals that you want to get from your food in the first place, that's why you're eating, they're going to be lost because a lot of my vitamins and minerals are either heat sensitive uh, or light sensitive or oxygen sensitive. Uh, and the more your food is exposed to oxygen, to light, to temperature changes, or just, you know, when, it, when it's stored, uh, the, the less nutrition you get. And again, the less nutri- nutrition, especially micronutrients you get from your food, the more hunger you get, the more cravings you get, the less health you get. That's why I'd rather you uh, kind of semi-pre-prep your food. For example, wash your veggies, wash your, wash your greens, uh, maybe cut your meat. Uh, and then every day uh, take 10 to 15 minutes, that's what I do, and really fast cook your meat, cook your veggies, you know, either uh, saute them in water or oil, depending, you know, what's your goal, what you want to do, and eat it right then and there, and your nutrition, uh, the amount of vitamins and minerals you absorb from your food, you get from your food, gonna skyrocket compared to the meals that you prepare for the week. Ahead. I know it might not be as convenient, guys, but convenience, as you know, not always lead to better health. It 
in most cases, it actually makes your health much worse. And we need to figure out how the kind of like the middle ground between convenience and health. So we get maximum nutrition, um, but with less um with less pain. So these are the things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, so first steps uh, in how I would do healthy eating and weight loss if I were to start, why whole foods is better, and why I'm against meal prep uh, when you do it once a week or even twice a week. If you have any questions, always feel free to shoot me an email to Angela at Create Yourself That Today. If you need some help with your uh, meal prepping, meal plan, uh, I'll be happy to help you. But again, not in the way meal prep that you think about cooking once a week. Um, so shoot me an email with any questions. Um, if you need any help with your diet, with your nutrition, with your healthy eating, with your healthy living habits, Angela at Create Yourself That Today. Share this podcast with uh, anyone who might need it, rate it, and um, write a review on iTunes. Thank you all, guys. I really appreciate your listening and all the feedback and questions I'm getting. And till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>